Welcome to the More Practice Profits Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnell, health business mentor and podiatrist. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring clinic owners make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode 123 of the More Practice Profits podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnell, health business mentor, clinic owner, and podiatrist. The title of today's podcast is Should You Hire Family? So um, I had the coaching call earlier today with my um, coaching clients, clinic owners, hopefully just like you. And one of the issues that came up was... um, with relation to hiring family and a particular member of the group had hired a um, extended family member um, a while ago and was having issues with that. Um, So what had happened is that the, without getting into specifics, um, what had happened is that this particular member of staff, this family member, they weren't working out as um, the owner had hoped. Now, the problem with this is that they were not only were the family, but they were quite close um, friends and um, indeed had been going um, out socially with each other quite frequently. Um, so they had a social interaction, but they also had this um, employee-employer interaction was not, which was not working out. And they wanted to know what should they do? How should they handle this issue? How should they resolve or address this issue? So this is not an unusual um, situation, um, whether it's a family member or not. What what I see happens is that with clinic owners, and not just clinic owners, but employers generally, is they're just not clear on what their expectations um, are for the employee. So if you think about it, if you have staff, you're listening to this and you have staff, are they crystal clear on what your expectations are? Because it's your business and you are entitled to have very clear expectations on what you want, the outcome you want from the job that you're giving them. And usually that's not the case. Instead, what's happened is we have this ad hoc or very vague agreement or vague understanding of what it is that we're trying to achieve. So for example, I might be speaking to say a physiotherapist who owns a clinic and they take on another physiotherapist and they would say to the physio coming on that I need you to be a physio, I need you to treat patients. And that's kind of all they tell them. It's not specific enough. So that is going to mean that there's, because we're not clear on your expectations, then your staff member isn't going to be clear on what you're expecting from them and there's going to be some issues from that. The, so the consequences that we tend to see is that we get a breakdown in the relationship between the owner and between the employees. The owner isn't satisfied with the outcomes that they're getting from this particular member of staff. And the employee is um, is not satisfied because they're not clear on um, what they're supposed to achieve. Um, how, what are they supposed to be delivering? I'm here, I'm treating patients, I'm doing what you asked me to do, but you're still not happy because, and I don't understand why. So you can see why there might be a breakdown in communication. And I've done this myself. I've made these mistakes myself. Um, in the past, I um, used to have a clinical team and 
I didn't really know what I was doing at this stage. And it was, very, again, a very ad hoc or vague agreement. And if staff, for example, would work till, say, 6 o'clock or be paid to work till 6 o'clock, um, and if they'd no patient after, say, 5 o'clock, I would tell them, because it's no big deal. If you've no patient the last hour or half hour, you can go way home. And I was just trying to be nice, if I'm honest. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be useful. And it was brought to my attention by the admin team, who are an equally important part of your business it was brought to my attention that this didn't seem fair how come they could go home the clinical team could go home but they had to stay and work even though there was no patients they weren't happy and um i couldn't change things with the clinical team because they already kind of agreed to it even though it was an ad hoc agreement so we ended up with a very poor atmosphere between the admin team the clinical team and me and it, um we ended up with a very bad vibe in work and now it got worse but this was one of the things that happened and Ultimately, um, it was my fault. It was all my fault because I had not been clear on what it was I was expecting from people. Um, and I learned a big lesson from that. Now, you need to be asking yourself, have you been clear with your staff, every single member of staff, of what it is you expect? Um, and if you're not, how are you going to do that? And if you're not, how is that affecting the culture and the atmosphere inside in your business? Now, it is possible to... Um, indeed take on family members and to have it work out really well and I've done that in my own clinic in the past two years or so so my wife I'm married to a nurse and she is an equal shareholder in the business and she's a director in the company but approximately a year and a half to two years ago she decided that for various reasons we made a decision that she was going to come and work in the business so she works in the business she handles all the accountancy she handles all the hr health and safety all that kind of stuff stuff that i'm not very good at if i'm honest and um what we had to to make sure is obviously somebody had to be a CEO, somebody had to be a director, somebody had to be in charge, and that was me. I was in charge of the business. And initially, when she be, she started working, within about two or three weeks, there was an issue where I had to make a decision on I can't remember, it might have been marketing, and I made a decision on marketing. I was going to spend some money on something, and she um, pulled me aside in, at, at home to begin with and then she said to me that this wasn't okay this wasn't allowed she was going to veto it so i had to even though she was my wife we had to have a sit down we had to have a very clear chat about this because this was not going to work number one we shouldn't be talking about work at all because we needed to separate family from work as you do if you're employing family and secondly um i needed to be clear to her on my expectations of her in her job position employed position and um, her of me so we had to make it very clear and we agreed that we were going to while in work agree that I was the boss and she was the employee now it's not quite like that because she is my wife and happy wife happy life however ultimately somebody had to take the final decision on certain things and that was me so what we have decided in my own case is I make the final decision but with her input and her I prefer to have her agreement so we try to uh, I try to ultimately get her to agree but if I feel something has to be decided and she doesn't agree I will go ahead because I am the CEO so my point is that it is possible to work if you're clear you sit down and you're clear on your expectations and everybody agrees that that's what's going to happen now there is no reason that you can't hire family. 
you know, it absolutely can be a lot messier than if you're uh, hiring someone who isn't a family member, but there's no reason you couldn't have, uh, hire a family member. And if you can, if it's possible to get somebody else and you don't need that person, uh, then if you can, you should try to avoid it in most situations. Um, but what I want you to remember is that when with any employee, you are not their friend. Now, this does not mean that you cannot be friendly, but you are not their friend You're because you can't possibly be their friend and then take those hard decisions when it comes to them later on. And when you do this with family, it becomes very difficult. How do you, ha how do you manage that dynamic where you are their friend because you're their relation and yet you're not their friend when you're in work? Um, so if you can avoid taking on family, and take someone else, it might be the best situation for everybody concerned. However, if you do take on a family member, you need to be clear on a number of things, um, as you would be with any staff member. And when I say clear, I mean you need to be 100% clear. And these need to be written out, and these need to be agreed by both parties. You need to be clear on your expectations of them in their role, what you expect, and they need to be clear on what they expect in return. You need to be clear on the tasks that you expect them to perform. You need to be clear on the roles that you expect them to take and what do those roles actually entail. You need to be clear on how and when those tasks and outcomes are going to be delivered by this person. And you need to be clear on how you will hold them to account. Now, this is a key part. You can't just give them um, jobs to do and, and expectations and then not bother holding them to account because then you might as well not bother at all. You've got to hold them to account. And we teach this in our coaching program how you do this without stressing yourself out, without stressing them out and still having a good culture. So ideally, two things you want to make sure you have is you're using some sort of statistics, you're using some sort of numbers because what that does is it allows you then to see what's happening inside in your business and you can determine from a more objective viewpoint how they're fulfilling the role as opposed to subjective because when you as the owner have a subjective and you use that as your opinion of their performance, it doesn't go down as well as if you have a cold hard statistics and objective data. You also need to make sure that as the owner of the business, whether they're a family member or not, and that's where this, if we go back to the very start where this coaching client of mine is going to have a change, they're going to have to essentially draw a line in the sand with this staff member or this family member who's also a staff member, because up until now they've never done any of this. They're going to have to, to know how to take the hard decisions when it comes to this particular case, and you will need to do so with all staff. So you need to know how to take the hard decisions, and you need to know that you need, you must not avoid ever the hard conversations. That is your job as the owner of the business that you sit down and have those hard conversations. You must take responsibility for everything in that happens in your business, whether it's your fault or not. Ultimately, it's your responsibility. Having staff, um, having a family as staff, um, or otherwise, can be tough. But having staff that you're not clear on what you're expecting and they're not clear on what you expect from them and not holding them to purpose makes it doubly and triply tough. And it does not need to be like that. Um, this is what we were discussing 
earlier today in our coaching program uh, call where we support the, our clients um, and we do that every week we, we support them on their weekly coaching calls we've got a number of them a week and our support network and all of the training so we show them how to implement these systems this strategy into their business so that their staff are happy they're happy there's good um, culture in, the, in their business and also that their staff are productive um, and achieving the outcomes that the owner is looking to do now if you like the sound of what you hear here on these podcasts well then you have um, a number of options option one you can continue to listen to these podcasts and there will be more of them you can uh, subscribe to our email where we send out more details every week three times a week we send out useful information you can come on our weekly or rather our monthly workshops um, which we do for free uh, usually around the last Wednesday of every month. This month we're going to be probably talking um, in May 2023 about recruitment. Or if you want to have a chat with us to consider maybe working with us, then your first step is to book a triage call, which you can do on the homepage of our website, morepracticeprofits.com. This is a 10-minute phone call conversation with one of my team where we'll have a chat to see what is it you're looking for help with, if we think we can help you. And what we will do at that point is we'll direct you on what the next step is from that. There's no hard sale. It's more a case that we're interviewing you to see if we think we can help you as opposed to you interviewing us so if that's something you're interested in then go to morepracticeprofits.com book a triage call at the time that suits you and my team will give you a five to ten minute phone call over the phone to discuss what's best for you and your business so until next week um this is Lorcan Donnelly health business mentor clinic owner and podiatrist signing out